0: And welcome back to the show, Central Texas. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. We appreciate you guys sitting through that break. And uh, special thanks to uh, uh, Matt Lesper, owner of. Eighteen thirty six Property Management Group, and uh, we were chatting with him a little bit about uh, what uh, what it takes to find out what your home will will rent for. I mean, Matt's a, a licensed real estate agent, but uh, what he does, I mean, solely does is is he will help you do a complete analysis on your house whether you're you're thinking about renting it or homes that you've had for years that you've been leasing. I mean, how to maximize you know that that investment and and also you know how to to uh, you know look at that investment property and run it like a business. So um, check it out, uh, 1836propertymanagement.com. Um, Sean, what uh, who, who we got on the show?
1: We've got Sharon Siebert yeah. and, with Keller Williams and Kristen Jacobs from Region Property Group back with us. Yes. Uh, it's been a while since we've had her on. It's Sharon's first time. But I figured since we're working with Sharon on a transaction right now, we'd have her in. And uh, we're going to talk about some seller's disclosures. We're going to talk about some solar. Cool panel stuff, and uh, go from there. Well, good
0: deal. Well, Sharon, let's start with you. I mean, you've been uh, uh, Keller Williams. We all know who, who those guys are. Um, but uh, what's going on with you? How are you doing?
2: You're doing great. Great.
0: Well, good deal. What uh, What are you working on now, and uh, how's this, this, this season kind of treating you?
2: Well, I think the season's uh, treating me pretty well. Um, you know, we're starting to see a little shift in, yeah. the, in the market. A little bit. Uh-huh, and trying to address that
0: little movement. Mm-hmm. What uh, what are you telling your, your sellers out there? I mean, your folks that are out there and they've either thinking about putting their home on the market or they have their home on the market. I mean, how are you kind of mentally preparing them for you know, the way that the, the the market's moving right now?
2: Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm trying to show them um, what similar properties of theirs uh, in the area have sold for mm-hmm. and uh, what they can expect, trying to Uh, price it so it will sell not overprice it so we can get as many offers uh right out of the ballpark as we can on the property i think that's
0: important i mean you've got a lot of folks that uh we've we've got i've got a buddy of mine right now um and you know he's he he's been on the market about three weeks Mm -hmm. one showing and he's not he's not really sure what's happening well i kind of got in there a little bit and we talked talk with his agent a little bit and she's like hey um i Here's kind of what I think, and it's just, you know, he he doesn't need the money, number one. Um, He's already moved and took his new job in Dallas, so his home's on the market. He's making mortgage payments, he just doesn't really care, so it's kind of priced higher than it should be. But if you're the folks out there and you want to sell your house, I mean, it's not what you think you can get as a homeowner. How do you have that conversation with with some of your clients that this price is a little too high and it's not going to sell?
2: Well, I think it's a little easier— to have, uh, if you've got the uh, data to support it, if you can show the price reductions uh-huh. of similar homes there in that go. neighborhood, gotcha. uh, then they have the facts right there in mm-hmm. front of them. And if they've seen a price reduction of $10,000, 20000 and it's been on the market for a certain number of days... Uh, that's a strong indicator that they need to adjust that price if they want to sell, and you have to have a motivated seller.
0: You got to have a motivated seller. You know, it's it just seems, uh, you know, it, all the data in the world sometimes isn't enough. But if you're a motivated seller and you want to get this thing sold, you want to, you know, I mean, pro- you're paying property tax, mm-hmm. you're paying principal, interest, taxes, insurance, all that stuff, um, you know, month after month. I mean, if you want to get your home sold, you got to listen to data, and I think that's great is being able to show your your seller hey look you know these are the homes in the neighborhood and even if they're not completely you know comparable i mean price drops are price drops mm-hmm. for reasons you can see how many days these things were listed on the market you can see how many you know how many homes have been on you know on the market for a little bit of time and then all those price drops you can kind of see what's going on i think this is the perfect time to buy a house November, or October, November, um, and I, I don't know that we, my family, we've planned to do this, but it's like we're buying autos in our homes in October, November, and we're getting deals. I mean, it's just not as competitive as it normally is. I mean, wh- what do you say?
2: Well, there's less inventory on the market mm-hmm. this time of year, right? but there are definitely buyers out there, yeah. and uh, we were talking earlier about uh, both of us, how busy we are uh-huh. with, uh, with buyers. Yeah. And actually, um, if someone's thinking about listing their home now, it's the perfect time because there's not a lot of inventory and we've all got buyers.
0: Without a doubt. And, and, you know, just people – it's just that mindset. It's that mindset of everybody shutting down for the holidays. I mean, don't be fooled. You know, don't be fooled by saying, look, you know, I want to list my home right now. See what – I mean, just – you can list now and in the the ability to get out there and get a deal on something because six eight months ago especially even in 2016 i mean with all those multiple offers mm-hmm. i mean there was no inventory tons of buyers multiple offers mm-hmm. all over the place and now you don't have to make a decision in 45 minutes you can actually leave that house and go check out a couple others And the original house you looked at is not under contract i mean mm-hmm. it's less stressful i think you've got a little bit more time as lenders I mean, our pipelines aren't, you know, like they were in, in June, July, and August. So we've got that extra time to make sure that we've got everything buttoned up. And what I can assure you from NRL Mortgage, you're not going to be waiting on us. So, you know, you can, um, you know, it, it's, it, it's all of those things, but, uh, you know, I just, I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, people just, I'm a out to the spring. I mean, what do you say to that person? It's like, well, I'm, I'm going to hold and wait and, and listen, list, uh, you know, in, in March.
2: Well, if you hold out, there's also going to be more inventory, and so you're mm-hmm. going to have more competition. There's your
0: competition. So what if you're saying, okay, you know, your house, like there was one house out in West Cypress Hills, uh, and, and it was a, uh, a realtor that's, that's dear to me, and, and I've known her forever, and I'm like, hey, what's, what, why, you know, what, what do you think's going on there? She's like, well, we've got four homes that are just about exactly the same, um, and our house has the big lot. Here's the thing it's it's the lot's not it's not usable because there's a it's completely sloped and you have houston stone do you all know what that is houston stone i've named it i've made up this name it's red brick that's what i call houston stone so it's red brick central texas we don't want red brick so you know it's almost like you have to i mean you guys jump in there poke holes this is just my logic i'm not a realtor but it would seem to me if you are out there and as a homeowner if i was going to sell my home and you have four individual homes in that neighborhood that are comparable to yours, and you've got that super steep driveway in red brick, you might have to let the others sell first. You might just have to get in line. If you wanna get that price point, you might just have to let the others sell first, sit on the market 150 days, or you need to drop your price and get competitive. What do you think? They're like, oh, don't do that. You know, no, I wouldn't I would advise that. But guess, no, pricing Christian. is
2: key. Absolutely, if there are right. four comparable homes and there's some, there's a drawback to one of them, and mm-hmm. the, the seller clearly needs to acknowledge that and price right. it accordingly. Uh, there has to be some sort of incentive to a buyer to yes. choose some sort of house that has a drawback, or withdraw it from the market and put it back on maybe after exactly after after because
0: after, you know as as an, as an agent it, it has to be challenging for you guys to have these some of these conversations you know you're sitting in these folks homes and, and you know this problem before they depersonalize so it's like they're this is their home they got their kids run around their pictures everywhere and to tell them that your house is not as good as that one down the street because you have red brick or you have that slope that you know you, you drop one grocery bag and you got to like go down three houses to get your groceries because they roll down the street you know this little bitty things that you You as realtors know that these little tiny drawbacks are going to make you a little bit less competitive than the home that's listed across the streets that just like yours it's got to be hard sometimes for for you guys as agents to kind of have those conversations you know with with your sellers what do you what do you do
2: um i actually often try to to speak with the sellers uh, about what appraisers look for and how they add or detract value Uh and uh certainly a lot that's not very functional is is going to have lost value
0: but on paper I mean you know on paper it's so comparable but then when you walk in the backyard you know and I look out mm-hmm. there I'm like we're not we're not throwing the football back here you know it's I mean you, you'll fall down the hill and hit a cedar tree and that's that's how this backyard was I mean it was it was a lot that had seat you know it was a, a little bit of an open space had a little bit of rock and then cedars in the back and you can just kind of visualize like a i got a nasty fall back there if you're trying to have fun so um guys you just tuning in this is real estate radio i'm joined by uh my co-host my partner uh nrl mortgage senior loan officer sean finnegan um, we've also got kristen jacobs with Re- regent property group um and uh we've got uh, sharon sieber with uh, keller williams and we'll have more more to come here shortly um, we want to hear from you guys if you're if you're out there and you're not sure if you need to if you want to sell your home or wait till the spring if you've got questions we want to hear from you. Five one two six four zero ninety six ten. And Sean, real quick before the break, um, r- real quick, we've got folks out there that are refinancing. Can you just hop on that real quick and let us know who you're working with right now and what are they doing?
1: The two main ones, like I said, we've got people fixing to retire in the next, you know, twelve to twenty four months we're working with, and then uh, a few other folks that um, have two liens and they're and they're just trying to get them one consolidated down to one payment. I mean, that's kind of you know where we're at right now. And so, what, what I mean, what are of.
0: the qualifications? I mean, a lot of folks out there are are buying homes that, that uh, you know, they're putting little down. So if you got a first and second lien, which is first mortgage, second mortgage, you know, how – when can they expect or when should they start kind of poking around and seeing if a refinance
1: is right for them? It's usually at least two years. Two years. So if it's been less than two years, you probably haven't had the appreciation. Uh, it's probably not going to make sense. More than two years is when you can start looking. If you've been in there four, five, six years yeah. and still have two loans – you definitely need to give us a call because I mean, it probably doesn't make sense to keep paying that, you know, six and a half, seven percent on that second lien.
0: What are the four or five factors you need to know um, that uh, that you can share with our listeners out there that uh, can kind of give them a head start on whether they need to give us a call?
1: I mean, the most important thing to call us is you know if you've got if you think you've got twenty percent equity in your home, so if you've got two liens. And you think you've got 20% equity? Give us a call. I mean, that's about as simple as you can get. There you
0: go. 512 640 9610. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We've got more with Sharon Siebert Keller Williams um, and Christian uh, Jacobs. And God, I mean, we, we got a lot coming up. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about the, the market, a little bit about Austin, a little bit about the West Side. Stick around. Be right back. <laughs>